Krista. Hey, Brian. I want to welcome you to a very special episode of Back Chat today. Thank you. Uh, th- you know, I'm I'm happy to be welcomed. I'm our, my energy is high today. Oh, we're we're literally vibrating. We are. We just finished watching a documentary about freeing Britney Spears. Yeah. And it was my first time, your second time. Yeah. You've done so much research into this whole Oh, topic. I've been going down the the free Britney rabbit hole like for a long time. For yeah. a long like years I've been interested in this. Yeah. But this documentary Framing Britney Spears just came out from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. So today we are taking off our regular back chat hats and we are putting on our legalologist legalologist hat. <laughs> yeah, because all of our listeners are aware that we run, we're the founders of Backchat University. We are. It's why we're professional astrologists, we're professional rockologists. That's right. And today we're legalologists. Legalologists, yeah. yeah and we're going to put on our monocles. We have the receipts. And, oh yeah, do we ever. <laughs> and we're going to be analyzing every one of those receipts. That's right. By candlelight. Uh, by candlelight. <laughs> With a monocle. With a monocle. Mustache optional. Yeah. <laughs> but you kind of need it to do the twirling for when yeah. you're really deep in thought. This is true. This yeah. is true. Now, speaking of receipts, um, I know you wanted to do like maybe fake sponsors at the end today. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to do mine at the beginning. Okay. Okay. Um, because I want you to receive something oh, today. Oh, okay. Right, yes. right. I forgot that today. Brian texted me yesterday. I'm going to, like, I have something to tell you, so. And I can see okay. you already peeking over, like, trying to see. So <laughs> what What did I say? What did I say in my text yesterday? Uh, um, I can't remember. What did you say? <laughs> I can't remember exactly because I'm so hyped up on this Britney stuff. I know. You said something that was going to blow my mind, I think. Oh, I cannot wait to see. I've got something for you that you will not believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Is there a belief song by Britney? I don't know. Does she have like I, a lyric, I, I, a believe probably. lyric somewhere? Probably. <laughs> okay. Well, just like the validity of Britney's conservatorship. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which is unbelievable. Yeah. The fact that um, I made this. So I didn't make the bag. This okay. bag was made. Oh my God. I think I might know what this is. <laughs> so my fake sponsor today is um, my really good friend, Alana, and her yeah. mom, Lorraine. Okay. So Gooby's Goodies. Yeah. And and um, I think Wales Crafts, I believe it was, or Wales Wares. And Lorraine, please don't strangle me next time I see you. <laughs> But something along those lines. Anyways, she hand-sewed this bag. Cute. Yeah, as kids, um, Alana and her siblings never got wrapped presents. Lorraine always hand-sewed the bags. That's so cute. I love that. Yeah, isn't that adorable? And so, um, like, one of Alana's siblings came home once after seeing Christmas at one of her friend's places. And she's like, did you know that they don't recycle in that household? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. this outraged little girl coming home. I love that. Used to this. So, anyways... I'm going to pass this over to you, but um, I made what's inside of that. and Like recently? Yes. Okay. Then, yes. Then it's not what I think. And it's the first time that I have ever done something like this. And I oh did so under the helpful watch of Alana and her mom. Brian. And they showed me how to do it. <laughs> and they put me to work. And I made my very first quilt. Oh my god, Brian, it's so cute. What? 
You made this? I did. And it's for me? It's for the baby. Well, obviously. Yes. Oh, my God. That is... Oh, my God. It says back chat on it. This is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life, Brian. A little homemade back chat baby quilt just for oh you. Oh, my God. That is so cute. I can't believe so, you made yeah, this. Yeah. So, Lorraine did the beautiful embroidering and the wow. back chat and they helped the backing. Um, I picked out all the fabrics and we did the squares and all the sewing and yeah. It, My mind is blown. There's uh, like little, like two little elephants like holding balloons. Like it's like a mommy elephant and a baby one. And they're both holding little balloons and it says back chat on the yes. back of the elephant. It's so cute. And the pattern for the elephants was meant to be um, like gray. And I was looking through the fabrics and yeah. I was like, no, I'm like, I want it to like look like the cosmos the because the baby seen. comes from the cosmos and Aww, so does the mom and i want them to match each that's other so cute oh it yeah. totally is oh my god i love it i'm obsessed that's so cute i thought this was gonna be like some kind of throwback thing or something oh, like that's so funny i thought for some reason that like it was gonna be something from like under your bed in like the time <laughs> times when like <laughs> when you lived in the aquarius muse or whatever oh, yes oh, like those who times knows what i would who knows what i could still find from those times Honestly. <laughs> oh my god it's so cute thank you so much You're very i would give welcome. you a hug we're recording right now so i know I, I know and i totally threw you off but i wanted to give it to you on the show oh my god i knew so sweet i knew we were hyped about the britney episode and i was yeah. worried about momentum interference <laughs> But then I was also like, we are so riled up right now that this could be... We need a moment. This could give us that moment we need to just breathe. Yeah. Look at the elephants. Totally. Oh my God, it's so cute. I love it so much. I'm obsessed. This is adorable. I'm glad you love it. Well, you'll have to put a picture of it up on our Instagram so people can see it. Yes, absolutely. And um, I will also tag the creator of the pattern. Yeah. Because apparently in the quilting world, um, people, (laughs) um, you you credit whoever the pattern maker is. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then you cut little things out and you sew everything together. interesting. Yeah. That is so cute. That's the sweetest thing. And um, on the so the middle of it, um, and I love it, the, the the rainbow checker balloons. Yeah, so it was cute. really important for me to have two rainbow checkered yeah, balloons. That's really yeah. Cute. I wanted each of the elephant to be holding one. I really love it. And um, that was actually all supposed to be yellow space in the middle that went all the way across. Oh yeah. And um, apparently this is rare for a first time quilter, oh. but I changed the pattern. Oh yeah, and Lorraine wow. and Elena were like. We, you changed the pattern as a first time quilter like this i'm is impressed great. yeah of course so. you would that is so sweet yeah and it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun it was it's just so like cute. a great day of good chats and uh uh yeah tracy you know, is gonna love to see that i know i've actually sent tracy a photo did already. you oh I my did. god cute i wanted to give her a heads up yeah <laughs> you're like the response back <laughs> was no pressure <laughs> No, but Tracy actually loved it. Oh my and god, that's so cute. Told me a few adorable things as well. So, oh, cute. anyways, this that's quilt adorable. has just led to it's a product of a bunch of wonderful times spent together with great friends Aww, and a yes. lot of effort put in for someone I consider to be a great friend. Yes. And it was just it's such a big event that you're going through and I've never like I said I've never made anything like this and I figured that you were the perfect person I love to it. make my first and possibly only one for. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. It's so sweet. It totally completely shocked. You I was are like shocked. 
I'm completely shocked. The look in your eyes right now. I wish people could see the look on your face right now. <laughs> totally shocked. Was not expecting that at all. I'm like literally ready to just like fucking read this conservatorship thing with Brittany, like left, right, like not prepared to be thinking about adorable baby things. And so I'm totally shocked, but I love it. I'm obsessed. It's so sweet. I can see this roller coaster of emotion yeah, happening like, across from me. And it's just like, it's almost tears, but then you're mad about Brittany. Yeah, and, yeah. And we had debates over this on when to give you this during the show. Yeah, okay. And I was thinking, I was like, well, I could wait for a perfect moment. And then I was like, no, we're going to be riled up right at the beginning. Yeah. And I wanted, and this is kind of cruel of me, but I, <laughs> I wanted to watch this emotional roller coaster unfold. You wanted me. to take the pregnant person on a on a roller coaster. Oh, the pregnant aquarian. <laughs> I, I can handle it. That. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, that's so amazing. It's uh, so cute. Love the fluctuation. I can't wait of to show Simon. Rage. Yeah. Ha- ha- tears <laughs> yeah. of happiness. Back to looking at your notes of rage. I know. Tears of happiness. I know. And Shot. I'm like, oh my God, this is just too funny. Um, well, maybe we should just do fake sponsors since we're doing it anyway, right? Yeah. Well, you since know, you've done yours. I did. And it was a surprise. And we don't and I often love it. do this to one another on the show. We, we don't. We have very prepared notes. We There's do. a structure we follow. So I broke the rules big I, time. I was nervous. Um, episode 68, I guess, is the first episode we really did break a rule. The rule breaker. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Oh, I love, I just love things like that. It makes it so much, it's so special. Yeah. You know? And then they'll yeah. have it forever. I and like, it'll be so cute. It'll always be from Gunkle Brian. <laughs> oh. And Lorraine had an idea of like, taking a photo of the baby as it grows like every month like oh my maybe God, totally. in front of the quilt so or something so you can yeah. watch it grow like and... laying on it or something cute. oh man it's Aww. gonna be adorable and I'm just so excited me too so I'm yeah so and I'm also too. so grateful that I have such wonderful people yes. in my life that are willing to teach me something so incredible yes totally because thank you to that... Alana and Lorraine yeah so yeah much. to give me access to not only the materials so sweet the equipment but I just, love the soft, just fuzzy their ti- side, too. their time and their knowledge, too. Wonderful. Um, just absolutely incredible people that yeah, I think cool everyone should aspire to be like. I think a lot of people in our circle do. Yeah. And I just, I love that we're constantly surrounded by people that can allow us to produce something like this for yeah, one another. Yeah, 100%. That's so cool. And actually, my fake sponsor really ties into that because oh. I was talking to, I was hanging out with my sibling Vanessa yesterday Mm -hmm. and we went to her friend's new store um she's like do you want to come with me like walk down it's at 881 East Hastings okay it's across from the garden if you know that cafe like next to Strathcona Brewing okay yes kind of like right in that area yeah I'm like I don't know the cafe but now that you said the brewing yes (laughs) oh they've got really good food at that cafe or really good treats okay um but her store is called picnics and poetry okay which I already love okay at first when Vanessa told me I was like are we going to like sit down on like a blanket and like listen to like <laughs> and have a guitar played to yeah you i was like where yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like cute sign me up um she's like no it's my friend's store her friend's name is sally sally owns this picnics and poetry store um and i was blown away this store is so cute it's all like sustainable fashion like body like uh, jewelry um like art and just like really cool unique one-of-a-kind things but like all kind of like like she has a like the clothing line in there is like i think there's a few different people who make clothes yeah but 
like repurposed she was wearing an outfit literally repurposed from a vintage curtain oh that's amazing and, but she looks it was like so beautiful it was like all white like linen kind of like flowy yeah. stuff it was so cute wow and so they and it's all local stuff it's all like local and designers and... and like yeah just super cool so I... it's like it's not somewhere you can just like you know casually go in like you might have to go in and like you know, it's like there's a more of a there's a higher price point when it's stuff like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But when you get stuff like that, it's like you really have that different connection, you know, like where you really love something and yes. and there's a story behind it. Yes. And and she's so cool and so knowledgeable. She was so lovely. Um Oh, that's amazing. She was so cute. Yeah. yeah. And I actually I was like, because I loved her store so much, because you know me, my like style and aesthetic and stuff. Yes. And I was like, it's so like romantic in here. Like, it's just so, it's so grounding. It's such a good spot. Oh, that's good. And she was telling me all about her process of like, you know, designing the store and like bring, deciding what to bring in. And yeah. she kind of wants it to be like an art gallery space as well, like okay. in the future. Yeah. Um, which I think is a great idea. That's an amazing idea. And so I was like, I have to know your sign. Like, what's your pat? Essentially, yeah. is what I asked her. Um, and so she's an Aries. Okay. Her and Vanessa used to work together. You know, Vanessa's an Aries as well. Yes. So she's an Aries, um, Aquarius moon, and Taurus rising. Interesting. I know. So I was like, of course, I'm like analyzing everything. I'm like, okay, I totally, I totally see that. Because Aries is like kind of that drive. I feel like Aries have that drive. You know what I mean? Yeah. To like do the business. And then the Aquarius moon, that's like, there's so much introspection. Yeah. So much thoughtfulness, which people don't realize is that Aquarius they're not unemotional they're just highly emotional in their mind so aquarius yeah. moon that's like literally everything in your mind like always going <laughs> yeah always like, like a, a highly analytical never stopping mind totally looks like a robot is actually thinking like a robot which is why they might look like one <laughs> <laughs> totally um and then taurus you know like taurus loves taurus is all about like aesthetic fabrics like fuzzy wuzzy cushy um like just you know what's pleasing to the eyes to yeah. the touch to the senses that's that's Taurus. So, so the um, pat matched the picnic. It did. And it the did. Yes. It was so cool. Like there was so much cute stuff that I was like, oh, I can't wear this right now because I'm <laughs> pregnant as fuck. But, um, but I can't <laughs> wait to be able to wear this stuff. Like it's beautiful jewelry. Like just, it was amazing. And she was one of the sweetest human beings I've, I've met. So, um, highly recommend if you're looking for like special things, um, go check it out or her website is picnicsandpoetry.com. Okay. If you wanted to That's shop online. Such a unique name, yeah. but conjures up so many different images. Yeah. Yeah. Vanessa got a couple cool, really cool pieces. She had like this thing that hangs in the window. It's like this cute little cloud. It, and then it has like a little teardrop prism on the bottom okay. so you could, like catches the light and stuff oh wow and then she got this really amazing like leather belt with like this big chain that was on it like it was just all really cool stuff i'm writing the name down right now yeah yeah like i like i need to write it down because yeah. you know i never listen to the show or anything after <laughs> but 
<laughs> Honestly, God. I feel like you would find some really like nice things in there. Yeah, I'm excited. You know? I'm gonna go visit. Yeah, I'm gonna make a note like, to really go cute, visit like, nice, the store. Like, you know, facial body kind of mists and things like that too. So yeah. like just all the gamut, right? Yeah, and you had me at gems. I heard there yeah. were some gems there. Oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I'm like um, a magpie when it comes to gems. <laughs> like, <laughs> did I say gems? Um, you. I think you said stones, maybe. Did I? Some, I, I? You know what? Maybe I was so excited that I just. Well, she's it's that always in my changing. Mind. So okay. yeah, you just gotta go check it out. I'm sure I'll she's find. She's always got cool stuff. I'm sure I'll find a rock there. She's got beautiful big scrunchies for your long flowing hair. Uh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> A scrunchie for my long flowing hair is yes. exactly what I've been looking for. I know, right? Does she have um, scrunchies? Like, not not on my head, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the other hair. Yeah, exactly. But it's scrunchable. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I always, whenever scrunchies, always just make me laugh because no matter how long my hair is, I cannot wear a scrunchie. Like, yeah, my hair is so fine and like thin. Yeah. Um. But I love them so much, like those big silk scrunchies. So maybe I'll just have to grow out the other hair and then try it that way. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's romantic, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, call it a down south scrunchie. Yeah, a down south scrunchie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they can. They don't have to just go on your head. True. It's just like Jake was um, cooking dinner the other night and pulled a zucchini out of the fridge. And I was like, what's that for? And he was like, <laughs> we're making dinner with it. And I'm like, you can eat those? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I hate and you. And he's like, yeah, honestly, he's like, would you just go do something? Yeah. You're I'm like, cooking. I'll order a pizza. <laughs> that joke will never get old to me. I love it. Ever. I love it. Also, it reminds me, I found, um, I was going through, speaking of finding things under beds from Aquarius Muse, mm. I found that roll of pharmacy stickers that say for rectal use only. They're like the blue hospital grade stickers. Oh and I my have God. recently discovered them again. I found them. Oh my God. And I remember like just casually walking in a grocery store and like sticking one on a zucchini. That is so or funny. You, you put them on anything like at work, I would like put one on someone's stapler. <laughs> Oh, or it's it just like a for rectal use only sticker is hilarious. Wow, on anything. I need that. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I will give you a couple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll need to like surprise somebody. You oh, know? and it's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that you put it on a zucchini in a grocery store. You're like, yeah, this is for somebody. <laughs> and I'll give them to a friend that I, I shall not call out for this by name, but um, she loves going to grocery stores and putting them on things too. Really? Oh, she's got a few. Yeah. And then I'll get photos and like, I can just hear her snickering. Oh my God. That's hilarious. That. It is really it. funny though. Wow. It's yeah. A club. And it's such a harmless prank. Totally. Oh. Although I don't know if like you can sell the produce after it's had a sticker on it like that. But... So it might be wasteful. I would buy it. If I saw that. <laughs> I think I would buy it I too. would buy that one. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I would pay double. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, this is the one that's coming home for dinner tonight or other things. <laughs> I think the funniest thing we ever stuck one to was um, in a drive through they passed the debit machine through the window. And I oh. happened to have one, and I stuck it on Shut the up. bottom of the debit machine before I gave it back. And they didn't notice. And it, um, no, because they're, like, they're getting things. the order, and you're doing your pin, right? So they don't want to look. And yeah, I put a, a for rectal use only sticker on the bottom of like an, a, a payment terminal. That's fucking hilarious. And it could still be there to this day because who looks at the bottom? 
Oh my god, I love that. And whoever finds it, and whoever one day, maybe they even found it, and they were like, "This is great. I'm leaving it." Yeah, yeah. Or this is horrifying. I'm quitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, "How did this happen?" While I've been standing here, how is that possible? <laughs> I love it. Has this been used for? Yeah. Now speaking of what has this been used for? Yes. Britney Spears. Yeah. What yeah. is she being used for? I know. I was just about to say enough of this rectal talk. Let's talk yeah. about Britney. Yeah. Um. I mean, there is rectal talk in there. If you want to talk about <laughs> there Jamie, is rectal Jamie talk. Spears and Mr. Wallet. Mr. Wallet. And K-Fed. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such Ugh. a, it's all, you know, I think what's so interesting, what the, the documentary really exposes is like, you know, we as a society and what our what we what our values are yeah. we've evolved from this t- those times but we almost forget what it used to be like totally you know like back in 1998 when her first album dropped or yeah. you know in the subsequent the 2000s i mean you know we can't forget the the pirate boots that everyone used to wear or like mm-hmm. the you know ballet flats yeah oh um, let or us the, never forget the ballet flats the cardigans and the <laughs> like fl- frilly like low-rise mini skirt like there was all ki- we can't forget that lots but, lower back tattoos <laughs> but what went along with that right um, yeah and what went along with that was a lot of horrid things in especially in, in hollywood but like terrible you know, pre me too movement things pre me too the movement reason things. the me too movement had to happen yeah and britney yeah. has been left out of this conversation because she's been stuck in a conservatorship since 2008 which and it is, is now 2021 insane that so she was like was inca- she was literally trapped yeah she was trapped like encapsulated mm-hmm. in in a time yeah a time what do you call that time capsule mm-hmm. yeah and like just stuck in that moment and if stuck you think about moment. how much changed between 1998 and like 2010 yeah a whole world a whole world a whole world changed so quickly um so yes so we got together today we watched Framing Britney, the New York Times documentary. By candlelight, wearing monocles. We did. Because we are legalologists. We took three pages of notes each. We did. We were scribbling like mad people. <sighs> we did. So let's, um, let's like kind of go through, I'm sure there's like a progression through our notes that we can kind of like talk about. Yeah. One thing was like Britney's childhood. Oh, let's mm-hmm. first talk about the flowers talking for Britney. The, okay. the little flowers at the beginning <laughs> how every time they were like playing a voice clip from her it was like it would just like go to a flower <laughs> and i was like that is so like an homage to her instagram oh yes you know because she's oh, always yes. posting flowers and then like talking through it and i was like but it's such a sad image kind of it is sad because of the circumstance. i liked it yeah, yeah it is sad yeah it was well done it was it way. was well done um yeah everything yeah. like it was filmed so well the cinematography was very well done yeah the shots were very like artsy in a lot of cases it was poignant yeah it was it was great informative um very informative very informative like, opening you puts puts everything together that you may not if you weren't somebody who was going who was interested in going down the free britney movement rabbit hole puts it all into perspective for you yeah and for me um you know during that whole time frame when she Mm. had you know that first breakdown that head shaving the umbrella yeah i was an avid follower of everything pop culture like i was addicted to prezhilton.com right um and 
I, after watching the documentary, realized that I was completely lied to as to the circumstance of mm. her beating that car with the umbrella. Right. That came, that was just so spun and yeah. so twisted. I know. And then became so taken advantage of. I know. Later on, as we found. Yeah, I know. It's just, and you know, we'll, we'll get into like the tabloid part because mm-hmm. I think the tabloids used to be something where, um, they had a lot of value. They don't hold the same value anymore. They don't. You know, we don't, we're, we're not, I don't even really feel like I see them anymore that often, to be totally honest. The only place I can think off the top of my head right now is at London Drugs. Yeah, but like, In I feel like they look aisle. different now. Like, I feel like even like the idea of what a tabloid used to be and what it is now. Yeah. It's like, it used to say, you know, like. I don't know. It it just, it used to be so much harsher because now people can't really get away with lying in the same way because people have a platform to use their voice. Yeah. You can talk to the public if you want to talk to the public. You can tell them the backstory. You can give them the whole information. Whereas before, celebrities and people really relied on the press. Yeah. To be doing to that, the, to get those point, points across, right? Or, yeah, or their pictures across. Or their pictures, And now, yeah. even if you think about paparazzi, what's the point, really, yeah. that celebrity can just literally post a photo themselves? Yeah, so it lost its satiate. value. Yeah, right? it did, and momentum, yes. And momentum, 100%. Um, and I think we, you know, as t- things went on with Britney, we kind of forgot that Britney Spears was probably one of the most targeted people. I would say her and Paris Hilton. Yeah. Were two of the most targeted people by the by the paparazzi, like in the history of paparazzi. For sure. Like Yeah. When you see those videos, honestly just imagining being in that situation with like 40 to 50 photographers around yeah, you large sweaty men that are and, getting and into physical altercations the violence yeah and as a woman oh it's terrible like i'm i'll tell you right now i don't even sometimes like be, like if i see a group of like five you know bigger guys coming down the street mm-hmm. like it gives me a little bit of nerves yeah even if they're just walking past me but you generally like, like to fart Remember? Yes, well, you fart, fart on a bronado. Yeah, on, yeah. A, on a bronado, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. it's a bronado coming, I'll have a little, you know, and maybe even a little poop because maybe that's how scared I might be. You never know. <laughs> you never know. And for anyone who's not heard that episode, <laughs> Krista's famous for farting on the patriarchy. I, I, I did do that. Yeah, um, that was a thing for a while. And yeah. It, but uh, if I was Britney Spears, I, I think I would have constant diarrhea from, oh, from anxiety. I'd be shitting all over the place. Right? Yeah. Like, so watching that and like all of these men, they're all way taller than her. They've got cameras above their heads. So like going down, facing her, like touching her. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, honestly, I don't know that I would have handled it any better than Britney did. I think I would have handled it worse. I think so too. I think she actually had a pretty solid head on her shoulders if I, you know, if yeah. we're being honest here. There's got to be an element of, you know, training that you go through and I guess just exposure to it over time where it becomes more tolerable. I guess <gasps> kind of like know. taking a cold shower, your first one's unbearable, but if you're used to them, you kind of get used to them over time. Well, I you think know? I think, you know, th- a sensory my, repetition. Yeah, I think my 
to a point. Yeah. I think that maybe at the beginning, it would be like almost like so surreal. Like you're like, oh, because it's something you're not used to. Mm-hmm. And so there's kind of that quality of like, you know, like moving into a new apartment. It's like you come home and you're like, well, like this is my apartment, you know, like and yeah. it's kind of weird. It's like I, I kind of got that vibe from her where she seemed like she was at first kind of like whoa, this is crazy. Like, you know, like, look at this. But then it's like, it goes on for so long. And you, through your hardest and darkest moments. Yeah. And you can't get a break. Yeah. You can't do anything. And like, when you're going through things like postpartum depression. Yeah. yeah. You know? Which which we, which was not talked about. No. That was never a part of the conversation. No. And it's still not being talked about enough. It's you not. Know? And we don't, you know, mental health is is a newer conversation. We weren't talking about mental health, so we weren't talking about postpartum depression. Yeah. That would be something that people would even maybe keep to themselves, even still. Yeah. And it's like, you know, was it Lynn Spears who wrote in her book that she thought that, she, like, I don't think Brittany was ever actually diagnosed. We don't know if she was diagnosed yeah, with postpartum. Yeah, they were just, I think it was more of an assumption than anything, mm-hmm. but probably a very valid one. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I- also two babies back to back, like... As somebody who is currently pregnant and, like, I know what the, like, implications of that are. Like, you know, you don't necessarily really want to be getting pregnant again that fast. Like, it does happen, of course. But, like, it's – that's really hard on your body. And it does put you at risk for other things and complications in your pregnancy. Like, you know, you want to actually have quite a bit of time in between having kids. So And all the while, you're under the pressure of innumerable – White guys in suits making a lot of money on you. Making a lot of money, yeah. A lot of money. Well, and this was the the height of the tabloid, mm-hmm. you know, crisis. Yeah. Was pre-conservatorship. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so, but let's... Ultim- ultimately, it was ammo that led to it was. the conservatorship, It I was, think, right? and, and I think, and we'll talk about that. Um, what's his name? Sam Lutfi? Yeah, Sam Lutfi. It seems to me... That the conservatorship was kind of a way... It seems like Sam Lutfi was taking advantage of Britney Spears, actually, Yeah. at first. Mm-hmm. And it was maybe their way of getting him out of the picture. Yeah. Right? Because he clearly needed to go out of the picture. Because yeah. we saw, you know, well, however it was spun, yeah. we saw an unhealthy pattern emerge yeah. the second Sam Lutfi hit the scene. Yeah. And it's in court documents that he was abusing her finances, trying to take control over things that he shouldn't have been. Possibly drugging her. Um. Yeah, crushing. I, it's In a court document, he yeah. would crush pills and put them in her food. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And, I mean, I think they were all allegations, but, I, okay. but we don't know. Or depositions, maybe, yeah. Yeah, we're not sure if that... We don't know that he was ever actually found guilty. Right. That, that part wasn't ever clear. And we may never know. And we may never know. No. But it's like, you know, so I think like that was kind of the initial thing. And then it seems like it kind of turned into a bit of a money grab off Brittany. Like even if the, her best interest was in mind at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Also, 
you know what? Like, fuck that, too. Yeah. Even still fuck that. Because why the fuck should she have to be under a conservatorship? She's a grown-ass woman, even if she is having mental health problems. Mm-hmm. Why is she not allowed to manage her own life? Like, isn't that yeah. fucking bizarre? Well, I think when you hit that level, though, because she was worth millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, and there were a lot of corporations who had vested interests in her right yeah and her well-being and her continuing but to be it's not alive about her well-being and be a product it's about her money yes. yeah yeah but she's got to be able to have a heartbeat and move in order for that to happen yeah which is just treating her like a product but that's the thing is that um, like even when you look at it like no matter what way you look at it you know that it was never really about britney it was always about money oh, oh th- that's what this whole thing i believe is about and it's so sad to see um, I think like conservatorship, uh, <laughs> conservatorship. <laughs> let's just call it sea ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the sea ship was, um, a little overkill. Yeah. I do think at that time in her life, maybe she needed some guidance and someone to make sure that someone like Sam didn't come along and actually say, Hey, give me your money. And she willingly would give it to him. You yeah, know, there was a bit, but of, also like it's her money. There was a bit of guidance. <laughs> you know what but I mean? If, but if you're also struggling with postpartum depression, you're you're gone through divorce number two. You're losing custody of your kids. Like I know, you, but you may not be in the best headspace. But to we be wouldn't making those do that calls. to anybody else. I th- I don't think we would do that. Well, first of all, we wouldn't do it to a man. I don't think. Hundred percent not. And we wouldn't do it to we wouldn't do that to people because sometimes people just go through hard times and we know that. Yeah. It's not like Britney was, you know, it's like I really don't think she was probably giving away her money in the way that they made it seem. I think they were probably worried about her, but look at her. She she's totally sound of mind. When you see mm-hmm. her in those early days, she was the one in control. She was making those decisions. You know, I just think like no matter what way you swing it, there was no need for the conservatorship. Well, no. the conservatorship was not coming out of her best interests. Um, and she said in the documentary, you know, she didn't disagree with a conservatorship. Uh, conservatorship. She why, never wanted why it. Why can't I say this word today? Seaship. <laughs> Seaship. Seaship. Seaship it is. Yeah, she never really wanted the seaship. But if she had to have one, she did not want it to be with her father. Yeah, she wanted like a, a bank. Pro- a professional. A, ba- a professional conservator. Conservator. Yeah. yeah. To, to take over. And I it's almost like... said conservationist. <laughs> Well, conserve Britney. I mean, I'm New sure hashtag. she's got many lawns to be manicured and yeah. <laughs> containing many rare species. Um, yeah. I just, you know, it's like, to me, it's such, uh, it's just such an example of truly the misogyny that is in our culture. 100%. I could not agree with you more. You know, and and looking at her life, like let's go into that early, kind of those, that early, those early days. The questions that she was asked, are you still a virgin? Who asks that? I mean, and now that would be inappropriate. Right? 100%. Thanks, now, thanks to millennial culture, yeah. you would be told to shut the fuck up yeah. and probably charged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, but it's like, and I think like what this documentary did a really good job of was highlighting mm-hmm. the amount of questions that she was asked and the amount of responsibility that was for some reason placed on her shoulders for the for the generation to for that was coming and this was the funny thing that brian and i were talking about is you know last week we had chad on the podcast and we were talking about the generations Mm -hmm. and the 
the you know the the kind of the signs of the generations yes so britney was from the gen she was a libra generation she her her libra she her pluto was in libra okay and so she was kind of i guess still gen x technically according to the astro- astrological astrologically gen x but date wise date wise elder millennial elder millennial <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Which I love the term elder millennial. Yeah. Anyone out there, if you've not watched um, Eliza Schlashlinger's. Uh, Schle- <laughs> I can't say these words today. I am the one who got starstruck over giving you the quilt, yeah. by the way. This is me over here. <laughs> anyway, um, Eliza Schlesinger. Uh, yes. Schlesinger? I, d- I actually don't know. Um, it's Eliza with a Z, yeah. and she's wonderful. Look her up on Netflix. She yeah. has a special called Elder Millennial. It's very funny. It's hysterical. It is hysterical. It's yeah. really good. She's great. Um, so, but going, so going into this generational aspect, which we really learned a lot about in last week's episode, was that... Yes, she was from this, she was the kind of from this Libra generation, but she was, her fan base were the Scorpio, the millennials, right? That's, yeah. that's us. 100%. The, the Scorpio generation. And the part of the reason why she appealed so much was that she was saying, this is me. This is my body, uh, my body. Like, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to wear this. And she owned it. She was she like, did. and she gave kind of an outlet for like you know all of these scorpio and pluto kids to have to like ex- express their and 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 explore their sexuality a little bit and this is what i loved at the, the, the very beginning of the documentary where they you know you have interviews with these people yeah. and these young um, members of the queer com- community and otherwise yes <laughs> <laughs> Any word with the C right just now is, not, it's not, is not working for me. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm just thinking of the worst C word of them all now. And I'm like, let's oh. see if I can say that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, um yeah. The, the descriptor for Jamie Spears. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um air sign stuff loved at the beginning of the doco yes. with just all the people's lives that she touched in that way. This is my body. Yes. This is who I am. She encouraged a lot of people to be who they are. She was yeah. inspirations to countless people yeah. um, touching their lives in ways that I wasn't even expecting to hear at I the know. beginning. At well, Like I was like, um, you know, with, with the, the, the gay kid that grew up in rural Idaho, I think it was. Yeah, or something. Um, yeah. That one, you know, I can see that one. I can relate to that one. Yeah. But then with other people, you know, her being the inspiration for them, like, going to, like, post-secondary or, like, just something like that. Like, there was so much inspiration coming from different sources. 100%. That people were taking and just absorbing this energy and this vibe out of her. Yeah. And, you know, I was literally Britney's fan base. Like, I was eight when her album came out i remember mm-hmm. i loved britney spears mm-hmm. like and all of her subsequent albums it was like right in that kind of like i was still a kid so i didn't really i wasn't really being exposed to that part but children have sexuality you guys fucking newsflash children do have sexuality and you know and and of course, like you're gonna gravitate to things that that make you feel a certain way or whatever, but like I think Brittany, you know, she 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 was slut shamed so much, yeah, for her clothing, for her outfit choice, for her lyrics, for this, for that, but really, 
she was this whole Scorpio generation was like, I'll t- I'll s- sign me up. <laughs> but the ones before it were like, what is this? Because they were totally, you know, freaked out oh. by by this amount of sexuality, specifically from children. They were like, these are children. Da-da-da. Right. Yeah. Making crosses with their fingers. Like, yeah. Like hissing. <laughs> hissing. Exactly. <laughs> Pitchforks. Exactly. Torches. Ugh. And the work that the millennials got done, the Scorpio generation millennials was as Chad was saying last on last week's episode, it was all about this is my body, this is yes. my choice, this is my self-expression. Mm-hmm. And Britney was like the pop culture behind that. Oh, she is the epitome of how that came to be. Like she is the ultimate she example is. of that. She well, is. the original, I would say. She, she was the original. Yeah. And looking back at the way she was treated mm-hmm. and the misogyny that is so blatant like now we would say we would be horrified yeah to be seeing you know and it still does happen you know it still does happen but when it happens now it's not the news headline isn't britney spears is a slut the news news headline would be um this guy did this yeah it wouldn't be her this radio dj was a creep was Remember, a total creep taylor yeah. swift sued that radio dj yeah for a dollar yeah. Just to prove a point because yeah. he grabbed her ass yeah. when they were getting a photo taken together. Yeah. When she was like 15. Yeah. I and know. Yeah. Just to make a point. Brutal. And yeah. I feel like this whole movement, I'm, I'm so glad to see it getting traction and to see the narrative change mm-hmm. to be, um, you know, less misogynistic and just more pro Keep your fucking hands off me. Respect just, what I have and to say. Still al- and, and still allow me to have my sexual freedom and my sexual yeah, liberties. Yeah. You know, like... And Don't be, slut shame. And to be able to express yourself. Mm. It's like, I should be able to express my sexuality and my body while still being in control of my sexuality and my body. Yes. And that is what they didn't understand. Like, that generation, the parents of that generation, the older generations, they couldn't wrap their heads around, like hey, I'm not asking for it when I'm doing this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And and so... Yeah, very different, very different concepts for those older generations when it came to like... Completely different. and consent. And well, consent really didn't exist. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's true. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it's true. They put the sensual back in non-consensual, really. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, even just like, you know, putting it to a racial issue, like the last residential school in Canada closed in 1996. That was two years before Britney's first album came out. Yeah, two So think about that. Years. You know what I mean? That's like crazy. Of what was going on and like and in terms of like how far we've come in like raising awareness and like doing stuff it's it's like it's all about this we we're this is what that generation was about we were about exposing those truths yeah and now we're in that mode of we've got to fix things exactly right now that we know that now that's that a crazy we know that. fact that residential school fact yeah on the britney spears album yeah or right? in fact the song to put, I, that really puts it into yeah juxtaposition jagged little it? pill is one year older than canada's last residential school closure yeah, that's crazy um, friends had been on tv for two years wow. before that school was closed yeah wannabe by the spice girls is the same age wow Nice. Yeah, it, and like that should really like I think open people's eyes up a little bit. Yeah, and so another part was that they had this paparazzi guy, which I didn't even write down his name. Did you? I did not. We don't really need to. Yeah, but he. Some of the things you know that what I he remember said, about him, um, the beautiful hedge that he sat in front of. <laughs> Those were beautiful flowers. I think they it was were. a hibiscus bush or something. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was. It was cute. <laughs> um. 
things that he said really played into and highlighted, I think, just the lack of of acknowledgement of of what consent really means. Mm -hmm. So one, a couple of things he said was um, she enjoyed it. She gave up the shots. She never said stop. Like there, these were all the justifications that they were using for, and the money. Well, we were making tons of money. They're making, you know, like sometimes 20 grand on a, on a photo, a single photo from Britney, even more. I don't know what the most, you or know. Or if she did say stop, um, direct quote from him. I think he's like, it's not like she told me to stop forever. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're like, well, what means? about when she said, leave me alone? And he said, yeah. well, she didn't say leave me alone forever. It's like, that is literally following the, like what is it the um the air sign barometer down to <laughs> the air sign barometer. This <laughs> down is what to happens. base level Ugh, brutal <laughs> um like like um Hashtag. excuses for 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 like rapists basically like exactly. this is the ex- exactly. i'm trying to think of what the ac- their actual name is for this but I can't remember. <laughs> Let's just call it excuses for rapists. Excuses for rapists. She was asking it's for it. It's the same narrative, right? Yeah. It's the same narrative like, um, you know, well, she never said stop. Yeah. Right? And it's like, there's a lot of ways to say stop. There like, are. Like body language. You say stop yeah. with your body language. You say stop with your level of intoxication. You say stop. Like there's a million things, right? And we, we've learned that now. But like she was saying stop with all of her actions in with all of her being and her words. Yeah. She was saying stop. She was begging them to leave her alone. Yeah. And Did st- interviews where she begged them to leave her and alone. And still some man would paraphrase it for her. Yeah. And misimply, you know, that no means no. Like they we would had a yeah, exactly. Ignore that. They just did not understand that no means no. And they pushed her, you know, and especially like having kids. I just, I can't imagine, you know, it's like, I, I can't imagine being under the scrutiny of all of this press saying you're a bad mom, especially if she was dealing with postpartum, even if she wasn't dealing with postpartum, it doesn't matter. Just dealing with that in general. Just dealing with as that a mother. in general. And then there was the whole Kevin Federline thing. Like, you know, we don't know what the ins and outs was of their oh, relationship. Oh gosh. Okay. So I just want to say, well, I, I had completely forgotten he even existed <laughs> until I saw KFED pop up and I was like, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. There was this guy. And you know what? I honestly think... I think Kevin Federline was another example of a man using her for her money. Oh, 100%. Because after they divorced, they weren't together for that long. They had two no. kids. They short, divorced shortly after she gave birth to their second child. And He was a backup he was, dancer. Exactly. He was a backup dancer. He used her and manipulated her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now, guess what? He's She's paying his bills too. You yeah. know, for the rest of his life, he's set. Oh, yeah. Well, well set. Like, this is all I'm seeing is... is in, and this is the sad thing about the whole free Britney movement is that what we see over and over and time and time again is just men like vampiring off of her. Like yeah. literal vampires. Literally but you sucking don't see... the life and the money out of her. Literally. And controlling the controlling process her. too. Yeah. Controlling the whole process. Because right now they can they control what medication she's on, yeah. who she sees, what food she eats, who she can talk to, yeah. her finances. Yeah. They can cancel her credit cards. They yeah. can restrict her from seeing people. Like they could, they decide everything for her. They could, they have all the power right now to perpetually extend that conservatorship, conservatorship. Yeah. for 
ever, given the power that they have right now, which is very concerning. And um, I think and one more thing that concerns me from yeah. the very beginning mm. is um, we first met cute Felicia. Yes. Who's adorable. Adorable. Brittany's assistant from yeah. the early days. And she toured us around her her tiny little home. Yeah. Um, what did they pay her? <laughs> I know. That's so interesting, right? I feel like she made minimum wage. I think that, and you know, she seems like, and this is an example of somebody who wasn't trying to get money off of Brittany. There we go. And that's why she was right? so valuable to have in this documentary. And I think it just shows you really the the vampiristic nature of all of these men and men in general honestly mm-hmm. <laughs> in our yeah, world it's true but who prey off of these women felicia actually had britney's best interest in mind and look at her she's you know living a humble life yeah. in mississippi mm-hmm. she's not you know like raking in billions of dollars from britney she actually had britney's best interest in mind exactly and i think you know, when I think like... She's not eating beluga caviar out of the navel no. of a Swedish underwear model <laughs> as we speak. No. <laughs> I'm like, who's doing that, Brian? <laughs> Probably many. Probably. And your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just take one quick moment to acknowledge the fact that it was Jamie Spears and a man named Andrew Wallet. wallet I know. That was the co-conservator. Like hilarious it's so brutal it's just so aptly named that it's almost fictitious yeah i know right it really does fabricated yeah so in the documentary they pointed out that after um britney spears and justin timberlake's breakup um that you know he really you know he came out with the video for crimea river we all remember it was an iconic video there was a britney spears lookalike in the video and essentially what he he kind of accused or or spun the narrative that she had cheated on him right and of course the narrative at that time was that britney was saving herself for marriage because for some reason she was asked repeatedly about the status of her hymen yeah um Actually, and not even because we all know that that's not even a real thing. But um, Justin Timberlake, after the documentary came out, issued an apology to Britney Spears and to um, Janet Jackson as well. Oh, okay. And he said uh, he admitted to benefiting from the privilege afforded to white men in the music industry while being ignorant of the challenges facing women and people of color whatever he also acknowledged falling short at various times in his life and admitted to remaining silent while benefiting from a system that condones misogyny and racism and then he said i specifically want to apologize to britney spears and janet jackson both individually because i care for and respect these women and i know that i failed now (sighs) i mean that was well timed for him to release this it was well timed but it's like in a way it's like like too little, too late. Too little, too late. Kinda, it's like the apology is nice. Yeah. But like too little, too late. Let's oh, yeah. see what you do with You've it. You've already made your millions off of it. Actions You've speak louder than words. You've already exploited the shit out of that situation. Yeah. To your benefit. Yeah. Knowing full well what society's view and yes. was going to be. And they're going to take the man's side. Yeah. It's always the woman's fault. Exactly. Like, and, and he did interviews and he, you know, he did like, oh, he, he slammed her. that cow dry. He did. He, that utter, that money utter was dry by the time he was done with it a hundred percent 
Yeah. Not, he, not Britney's mo- money utter. Their collective, <laughs> the collective money, money utter. utter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he milked that for everything that he could. And, you know, it's like, it's just funny sometimes when, I mean, I get it. Like, sometimes things don't always come to your attention until it's brought literally directly to your attention. Yeah. And then you do feel bad for it because you realize. But I'm also like, you know, in the midst of everything that's been going on of course he wasn't paying enough attention to actually realize that he had you know really fucked up but it took having this documentary come out for him to even say something well Britney Spears has been suffering for 12 years under this conservatorship yeah she has been like victim to the most horrendous headlines Mm -hmm. you've seen hurtful hurtful hateful totally just um just unbelievable unbelievable and truly it's like it just makes you feel dirty knowing it that does. Y- you were a possible market for those headlines you know what i mean i know it's <sighs> just yeah even that assumption is it just makes you want to have a shower it totally does yeah. it totally does and so i don't know i think it might be too little too late my final ruling for justin <laughs> Um, like, unless he really needs to speak out against Free Britney, I think. He, sh- or like for he, Free Britney. He needs to wear the Free Britney shirt. He should be he wearing a Free Britney mask. front and center on that campaign. Yeah. Like, yeah. he and should it, be. It wouldn't surprise me. And now this ties me into a little bit. So, you know on the show that Lady Gaga is just a secret back chat element. Yes. We love Lady Gaga. We do. I remember back when Britney was doing her first residency in Vegas yeah. before the one that didn't happen. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> yeah. she just walked right off stage into the limo and left, yeah. which was amazing. Yeah, first, iconic. First we can talk I, about that. I had ever seen that. Yeah, we'll chat yeah. about that more. But I remember Gaga at the time tweeting yeah. that she had just finished the loveliest meeting with Britney and her father. Yeah. And that her dad made the best barbecue she'd ever had in her life. Yes. Now, this should be findable online. I remember reading this. Um, also, a fun fact, Gaga wrote the song Quicksand for Britney Spears. Right. She's been a songwriter for years. Telephone, the song Telephone, was originally meant for Britney Spears. There's a demo you can YouTube of Britney Spears singing Telephone. Oh my God, Before crazy. she decided she didn't want it and Gaga took it back. Um, I'm just throwing this out here. Yeah. Not conspiracy-wise, but I feel like... It's unusual for someone like Gaga to stay silent on something like this, even though she has been very busy politically lately. Uh-huh. But if I know Gaga, there's a behind the scenes movement happening with her and we could get a pleasant surprise with her Britney support on this right. quite soon, I think, because she did the same thing with Kesha and Dr. Luke. And suddenly she was like, bam, front and center. And she was doing depositions and she was showing up at these with Kesha and, you know, publicly stating how brave she was and right right there to support her. So there has been a lot of involvement between Gaga's camp and Britney's camp over the years. And so I'm very intrigued to see where Lady Gaga might pop out of the woodwork here soon. So... Uh, yeah, I would be really interested to hear that too. I was just looking to see if if she's actually publicly said anything. Apparently, she mentioned Britney Spears before her VMA performance. Free Britney. Interesting. Okay. I never saw that. Yeah, me neither. So we'll have to look into that. But she hasn't really openly said anything yet, which is very gaga. But she has it brewing. Her yeah. bulldog, her bulldogs were just kidnapped. What? 
Yeah, at gunpoint. So she's in Shut up. She's in Italy filming a movie and her dog walker got shot in the chest and they kidnapped her bulldogs and are holding them ransom. Her dog walker got shot in the chest? Yeah, he lived. But they shot him in the chest and kidnapped the bulldogs that belonged to Gaga. Wow, the world's a fucked and up place. And Gaga's offering a $500,000 reward for their safe return. Wow. Yeah, really weird. Jesus Anyways, Christ. Anyways, that was, that was a little bit of a side tangent. Um, um, but I'm, actually, you know, it is it is relevant to talk, like, let's talk about Brit- uh, Lady Gaga in ter- in in direct relation to Britney Spears because they're both huge pop stars. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, Britney really paved the way for, for Gaga. And we all know that Gaga has been, you know, harassed by the paparazzi and stuff in this uh, similar-ish ways. It wasn't quite the same. Not quite the same, yeah. Not quite the same. But the fame, which was Lady Gaga's first album, yeah. came out in 2008, which was the same year that Britney entered into her conservatorship. Ah. So interesting to put those things into perspective. This really is. You know? Yeah. And then on top of that. Um, Are we finding a new rabbit hole here? Because this is a fun one. <laughs> Not that there's, all of our rabbit holes aren't fun. There's like, always. We love our rabbit holes. But yeah. It's, um, yeah. There's always a rabbit hole to fall down. Um, and then on top of that, Instagram didn't, didn't uh, start until 2010. Okay. So now this Instagram thing was really interesting for me when I was watching the documentary because um, it made sense. At first, it didn't make sense when they were talking about it because I was like, yeah, she's under a conservative, a conservatorship, (laughs) (laughs) a conservative, (laughs) a conservative, C-ship. Yeah. Um, Yeah. She's under one of those. And so I'm like, there's no way she could have Instagram. They would control everything on it. Mm. And then I realized that it was a bunch of old white men in charge of this. And they probably weren't up to speed. And she had a chance to have a voice until they found out what was actually going on. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. And then she mysteriously disappears. She disappears for, I think, over two months. Now, anyone who's a millennial, um, I would say even some Gen Z, uh, maybe even some boomers um, and Gen X, we know when we text one another, we all have a unique way of texting. Like you can, if you got a text that was anonymous from someone, you could almost pinpoint who it was because we almost have a, a digital signature with the emojis we use. A way of With typing. how we say things. Yeah. Punctuation, no punctuation, capitalization. Totally. Like I can associate a, a, a text style with almost every person that I, that I text with. Yeah. And so Brittany was known for using all of these emojis, had yeah. a very specific way, disappears. Yeah. And then, so this is when the old white guys found out that, oh no, yeah, <laughs> she's getting her voice out and then reappears yeah. months later yeah. um, and with a digital signature, like in a quote that did not match anything she's ever written before. So yeah. clearly she did not write that caption. And so people were obviously suspicious of that. And- yeah, you know, it's so interesting with her Instagram because I've gone deep into her Instagram. Okay. I do think that she, there is a level of control. I think if they weren't allowing her to post, she wouldn't, it, it would be more concerning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everyone has an Instagram. Yeah. So well, they, they're, they're they have to let her have it. They're forced into it. Yeah, but when you watch some of the stuff like 
post mm-hmm. her disappearing. Yeah. Um, and knowing that they're in charge of what she puts in her body. Yeah. I feel like they're almost getting her like looped up on oh, something. Oh, she's totally medicated. Before yeah. they're posting this just to support the fact that she needs to stay. Yeah. And the sea I, ship. And I think, <laughs> yes. And I think she. Conservatorship. <laughs> Why ship. can't I say conservatorship today? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it has, a you know, some it's, interesting. It, it is a full moon. It is a full moon. We'll yeah. blame it on that. We'll blame it on that for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, her Instagram is so so interesting because when you, if you didn't really, if you weren't really interested in this, you would be like, wow, Brittany's lost her mind. She's lost her marbles. Yeah. Um, But no, when you know what's going on and what's been going on for so long, like, you know, even just the fact that Brittany is constantly posting from her house in front of a white wall. Mm-hmm. And she'll just like c- c- walk back and forth. Yeah. I feel like she's trying to show us like, I'm trapped. Yeah. I am trapped. Like, and she'll wear certain colors. So after this documentary came out, she posted on her Instagram um, in a green dress. I, th- I think it was a green dress. Okay. Where, which was the same color as Hulu, which was the, or the like Hulu like logo. Okay. So people were like, oh, it's in support of the documentary. Right. Because she can't ah. come out and give her support. So you kind of have to like, to understand Britney's post, you have to be kind of like in the in the web. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, so, absolutely. Um, I, I, I love that connection though. Yeah. I had never made that. Yeah. So she's in the loop enough when she's not being kept loopy yeah. by whatever medications they're giving her. I'm sure Before she's, she's filming a lot of it. Yeah. Like she's got windows of clarity yeah. and she's obviously smart enough oh, I to, think be, she's to there. be sending out these messages. But I think she's there. They're doing their best to maintain a facade of mental instability because of the immense amount of money to be made yeah. from something yeah. as ridiculous yeah. as um, the hybrid The hybrid agreement. model. Yeah, the hybrid of a conservative... <laughs> of a conservative show... <laughs> <laughs> that, that they wanted it yes and a business model yeah how does a conservatorship and a business model go hand in hand it does not that was the it original no yeah it's concerning that was the it's wrong that was what was applied for by um andrew wallet he applied the appropriately named mr wallet mr wallet applied for a basically a raise he applied for a raise mm-hmm. and then he tried to say well she's really successful and so we should change this model we should change this relationship to be a hybrid business model so he applied for that but then he quit after that so that yeah. actually didn't happen but it's alarming enough for especially for people who are invested in the free britney movement who were you know posting about this and talking about this and um it was alarming because it was like what they just said when he applied, he was the co-conservator. Yeah. When he applied for this change to happen. Yes. Before he quit. He, as a conservator, states that Brittany is, has increased mental uh, capacity, increased this, blah, 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 basically talking about how well she's doing. Well, that's an indication that maybe the conservatorship should end. Yeah. Which is what Britney has 
wanted for the entire time. The entire time. She may have needed a little guidance at the beginning, but not full not a conservatorship. Like, sure, like get a lawyer or something to help you or, you know, like I get it. But you know what? Lindsay like, Lohan uh, had a breakdown. She didn't have a conservatorship. No, like, exactly. A lot of people have had a breakdown and didn't have a conservatorship. I'm trying to think of other people like, who had a public breakdown. is a serious thing. It's incredibly serious. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody... You know, it's so so rare to see someone her age. Also, like, what we have to understand is that even if she did have a mental breakdown, that was circumstantial. Yeah. She had a circum... She was under duress. She was under extreme circumstances. Yes. So... Like, why are we acting as if she's under these circumstances for the past 12 years? She's put out albums. She's had residencies. She's done all of this. And mm-hmm. now she's finally coming out and she's saying, enough. I'm not working. Yeah. I I'm refuse done. to work. I'm done. I will not be your cash cow or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And good for her. Good and for good her. for her. Um, I will be very intrigued to see how this unfolds because yeah. it's gaining momentum by the day. Yeah. And um, there's so much support behind it. I think Mr. Wallet mm. may have just taken his golden parachute and jumped. I think so. With the knowledge or, you know, the premonition that this will not end that well. Won't, it won't end well. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I don't know. Like the, a lot of celebrities have come out in support for her as well. Yes. Um, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, Andy Cohen. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. And Paris Hilton, and like this is so interesting. It's like we, you know, we got a glimpse back into those days when she was hanging out. And she was being called a bad mom for going out and having some fun. It's not being a bad mom to go out and have some fucking fun. You're allowed to go to the club when you're a mom. Yeah, like, you, you chill, can have you guys. a night out. I just need to take a moment to say that documentary re- reminded me of that iconic mm, photo yes. of Lindsay and Paris and Brittany in the car together. In the car together. Like, I want a t-shirt. <laughs> totally. That that, and that says Free Britney on that it. That says Free Britney, yeah. Um, And in that article, it, the headline that was tagged across that photo was Bimbo Summit. <sighs> just... This is, like, that is... And that was not that long ago. That is not that long ago. No. And... Just thinking about how far we've come in terms of like what we would say is acceptable. I don't know that we would allow a headline to like that. I think we would kind of scoff at something like that at this point. Yeah. Like it would be written more out of irony. It wouldn't be the actual selling feature. And if it were to be, it would be... It wouldn't sell. Roasted. I think so. It could be the potential downfall of whatever corporate entity decided that was a a good idea. Yeah, Yeah. totally. 100%. That would take a company down. Yeah. And it reminded me, okay, so like last summer, because you know I love Paris Hilton. Yeah. Um, me too. I love all the pop stars, you know. Like, fuck, I love them. And they're amazing businesswomen, like, and they're doing great things and, and fuck you otherwise. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. But I was sitting in the park with um, a couple of Simon's friends and. I won't say who. And, okay. And one of them was like shitting on Paris Hilton, calling her all the like. And I was like, why don't you like Paris? Like, what's this thing against Paris Hilton? Because yeah. because I had said I was excited for her documentary to come out. Yeah. And he was like, oh, she's a she's a slut. She had a porn. She did this. She did that. And I was like shocked because I was like, how did you not? How did I not have to come down and bail you out for I, strangling someone? I was like 
It, it really irritated me in the moment. Well, I was of like, of course, that's incredibly irritating. I was like, oh my god, that I almost like, was so shocked. That represents everything that's wrong. I know with this whole misogynistic, I know shit show. And I was, I mean, it was a white guy, so it was no, you know, not surprising. But it's just like, wow, like you know, that narrative that was spun about her, like still lives on in some people's minds because they, because they don't have to do the work. Right. So it's like, they're not they're because you can sit back and be whatever you are, a white dude in this world. Yeah. You don't actually have to, to have to think about like the thoughts and opinions that are going on behind your eyes. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like shaping the way that you are. Yeah. So you can call yourself a feminist, but if you're saying something like that, you're not a fucking feminist. Oh, you're the anti-feminist. You're anti-feminist. And it's like, it's just like, it's the mind-boggling to, yeah. to that like some people are still like living this way. And so I think what I liked about this documentary was that it, it really exposed those ways of thinking. And it's like, hey, yes. let's go back in time, go back in your mind to 2000 whatever five four two yeah and and look at what was being portrayed about britney and then see how that has settled into your mind yes and that's just the same thing we need to do when it comes to racism and or any kind of unlearning Mm -hmm. we need to go back into our minds and think about the things because we have unconscious biases yes so we need to go back in our minds pull those things forward and actually use our critical thinking so that when next time we feel a comment coming out that's like well i think this or we start to have an emotional reaction Mm -hmm. we can pause and say, I'm about to have an emotional reaction. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Let me take a moment and and think about what I'm actually trying to say here and where does it come from? Yeah. Where does it come from? Right? That's that's the key. Yes. And so I think that's what this documentary is asking of us is like we need to not only look back, not back just for Brittany, but yeah. we need to look back because we need to pull these experiences out from our collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. And as a, a society, grow from it and say, this is not okay. Absolutely. Right? Yes, I completely agree. Um, On a positive note, I see that happening more than ever now. I think now. so, yeah. We are, it, the momentum this is gaining is incredible. Yeah. And so many more people are starting to do exactly yeah. what you just described. Totally. And um, yeah, we are reflecting on this these past experiences. We're analyzing them. Yeah. We're wondering why these reactions are coming from where they're coming from. Letting ourselves sit with them. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a lot of mindfulness involved with that. There is. And um, yeah, there's a lot of important no one was meditating in 2002 oh no no (laughs) i mean people were but you know what i mean it's like it wasn't in our at least over here in western you know north america we weren't collectively being like you just need to meditate or like you need to prioritize your mental health or we weren't saying any of that no like people were just living on autopilot like like fucking harassing each other Mm -hmm. and like you know it's like bullying is even like that whole concept is is totally different for it still happens but it still happens on a like I don't even want to say on a lesser scale, just differently, I guess. Yeah. But um, even like remembering back to 2002 and like when I was bullied, like it it was it was a very real thing. Yes. But yeah. it happened in a much different way. But then it people does now, yeah. certainly were not being mindful. They weren't meditating. No. Um, mind you, it was kind of impossible when things like Sandstorm by Darude were coming out and yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> musical gold mines. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we're, you know, and it's also because the p- kids that are going to school now are from the pa- are from parents who have had those. Ex- you know what I mean? It's yes. different. It's different. It's changing because that's what happens. We evolve. Now, I want to touch on the infamous moment where Britney Spears shaved her head. I want to okay. go back and look at that, but okay. I want to do it like under some twinkling lights. Oh, you know, like like the kind after the. The sun goes down and you look up and you realize that everything in life could be possibly... <gasps> it's, it's in, in the, the stars. stars. Ooh, baby, baby. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was going to do Hit Me Baby one more time. Oh, my God. We didn't decide so on Ooh, Baby, Baby or Hit we Me did Baby not. one more time. We did not, we but I thought that was funny. We rules today. <laughs> that was funny. Um, So three highlights so far. We broke our back chat rule of structure. Yes. Second, we did not pre-agree on our intro for It's in the Stars. <laughs> no, we did not. And but third that was funny. is um, I Can't Say Conservatorship. Yeah. <laughs> I want to add an extra V in there. Conservatorship. Conservatorver. That's what you want to be doing. Yeah. Because um, I feel like I am a conservatorver. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll conservative over you. Okay. <laughs> okay. For, for this I appreciate part. your conservator Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Britney Spears' birth chart here. We've already touched a little bit on the generational aspect which was her Pluto was in Libra and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. we talked a little bit about that. Um, also, what's important to note is that um, Gen Z, which was right after the millennials, that was the Sagittarius generation. So they're all about freedom, right? Yes. Well, Britney Spears herself is a Sagittarius. Okay. So it kind of makes which sense makes that these movements, complete, right? Completely makes sense. It makes sense. So um, Britney Spears is a Sagittarius mm-hmm. with an Aquarius moon. And a Cancer rising. Okay. Yeah. She also has her Venus in Capricorn and her Mars in Virgo, which kind of makes sense as to her like working style and how actually competent she would be in work and in conflict. Um. So. I'm just, just thinking back when we had oh. chat on the show. We talked about Cancer. Was it Cancer moons that had a round face Sorry, or I, Cancer rising? She's a Libra. Rising. Oh, great. Now I read I, that wrong. Now I feel lied to. She's a Libra rising. Um, now, now, now I'm going to flip the table and this podcast is over. <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> Stop. Um, sorry, Libra rising. So um, interesting chart. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Libra ascendant. That's a good ascending sign to have. It is. And she totally, I feel like, rocks that. Like, I feel like if you're, you know, she's so aesthetically like a libran she mm-hmm. kind of gives me that libran vibe you know what i mean yeah um where does her so she still is aquarius moon now she's an aquarius moon okay yeah. for sure okay yeah i just um because my Aqua eyes has to be in there somewhere yeah all of these pop stars um aquarians in some aspect paris hilton is an aquarius yeah britney's got an aquarius moon yeah um, we're everywhere. Yeah, you, you can't are. Stop us. Y'all are everywhere. We are. Um, so, and Sun and Sagittarius. So, what do we know about Sagittarians? Well, Sagittarians are literally like they want the freedom. They want, and also sexual freedom. Like Sagittarius. Do you know any Sagittarius who doesn't like show a little skin? Oh, not one. Every Sagittarius I know not likes to show one. skin. One. Yeah. So 
you know, just and saying. And whether you want to see it or not. <laughs> sometimes it's just like, look at this. And I'm like, I didn't need to see that. And there's like, but I just wanted to show you because do I put cream on it? I'm just, and I've had multiple Sagittarii. <laughs> Sagittarius's say that Sagittarians. to me. Sagittarians. Um. Well, were they coming to your malpractice? Um. Well, I would. <laughs> I would call it more of a, a a fun practice. A fun practice. Yeah, malpractice. What's that? My name's not Mal. <laughs> Jake's gonna hate you when he. Oh man! Does yeah. he have his little coat yet? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The white coat's in. All the equipment's in. Oh great! Because he yeah. had to return something, or there was something, right? Or, um, I yeah, can't remember. yeah. Um, the scrubs. Right, the scrubs. Yeah, they didn't fit. Right, so right. I, I'm not sure if they've been returned yet, though. But um, oh yeah, Doctor Hansen's been just like yeah, I've yeah. Five appointments tomorrow. <laughs> Love it. We yeah. love it. And that's I'm, where you give out your st- stickers for rectal use only. It, for rectal use only. And I do have a stamp that says Brian approved. Oh, I so like that. So I will stamp that on their wrist. Yeah. Once we properly diagnose them. Or wherever else needs yeah. diagnosing. Oh, that true. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, I've looked at it. Stamped. It's Brian approved. Brian approved. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need Ritalin. <laughs> Next patient. I think you need a cocktail. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> So you need two propranolol yeah. and I would say a five milligram edible. Yeah. <laughs> call me tomorrow, but actually don't call me because I'd rather you text. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, telehealth appointments only. Oh, yes. Um, without the camera on. Without the camera on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have Zoom fatigue over here, y'all. So her son is in Sagittarius. Her moon is in Aquarius interesting combination now i will say that this her her pact is almost identical to um our super fans really yes um so this i what i know i i feel like i have like an extra in yeah um, well you totally do because i've experienced this type of person yeah but they do not like to be controlled i feel like being controlled would literally make them crazy. I can't even imagine trying to control our super fan. Good luck. Yeah, good is luck. Is what it would be. Good luck. Is what you would need. Good luck with your bruises. Yeah. <laughs> good luck with your bruises. Exactly. Um, the difference is that she's a Leo rising, not a Libra rising. But okay. kind of similar-ish. Yeah. Similar-ish. Yeah. What's her moon? Aquarius. Aquarius. That was the dumbest question <laughs> of the day. Of the there day. There are no dumb questions. No. Just dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was just going to say. Okay, so... Conservatorship. <laughs> Congratulations, Brian. I think you've really nailed it there. Thank you. Um. So, uh, in terms of the shaving her head moment... Yes. So, thinking about everything that was going on for Brittany, she was literally being touched everywhere she goes. Mm-hmm. She is saying, like, don't fucking touch me yeah don't fucking photograph me and also oh you want me to perform fuck you yeah and aquarius moon would you know an aquarius moon it's like that that is so much emotion and then all that that passion from the sagittarius sun yeah um and all of that like oh that raw that fire and then i feel like you know as a libra rising it's like what could i be represented by it's like my hair it's like you know my my hot looks this is what you guys want right like you want my hotness because you know librans are notoriously hot Mm -hmm. and so she just goes in there and full aquarius moons it and 
and shaves her head. Yeah. And I feel like now it's like, I I feel that that was an empowered move. I don't think that was a crazy person move. I feel like it was uh, a cathartic move. A hundred percent. Yeah. And which is empowering, right? A hundred percent. So. I like how we just agreed with each other with a hundred percent. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Over candlelight with her monocles. Yeah. <laughs> Duly so. Yeah. And noted. <laughs> oh, one sec. I dropped my monocle. Um, so, and I, I just feel like that was like such a fuck you. And mm-hmm. then the, looking back at how it was portrayed, it was like she was crazy. Oh, one. You look at all the tabloid photos. It and was just all between that and the umbrella crazy. photo. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, honestly, though, if you're trying to get um, a conservatorship, <laughs> I added the extra V in there just for you that time, yeah. by the way. Thank you. And for Venus, because mm. she's our next episode. Yeah, there you go. Be excited for that. Yeah. But um, yeah, between <laughs> those two photos, um, what more would you need to get yeah. something as powerful as that legally binding document? Yeah. 100%. If, if spun the wrong spun the wrong way yeah absolutely and she was a woman and they were able to do yeah, that exactly and you know it's 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 interesting it's interesting because i feel that what Brittany is really suffering from now is like you know she's on so many medications but she just wants to be free yeah. and in a way it's like and she they're, they're, she can't even really come out and say anything because then it would be almost a reason for her to be stuck in it yeah. even more and they're dictating what those meds are yeah and she has no control over that like that is that would if anything she has mental health problems from this experience oh exactly not predisposed and i i think it was by design i think so too that this would happen a hundred percent i think so too i think her refusing to work yeah we're gonna see some changes happen plus all the momentum behind this right i think so because the whole thing was devised to me anyways as um a bunch of snakes behind the scenes Mm -hmm. seeing this cash cow that they could take advantage of and just milk dry. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's like with, you know, the documentary especially coming out, which I think really gives this movement some traction in terms of like helping people understand what free britney is it's not just like free britney it's like no literally like free britney like this is bullshit and like here's all the reasons why and this is like all of the like misogynistic things that have happened and we've literally failed her and we need to fucking save her and not then, save her but we need to help her like get out of this you and, know what i mean and while we help her we help everybody else yes exactly and we're bringing attention to something that was really fucked up that we need to as a society take responsibility for yes Free now, Britney is almost like Me Too too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Me, me Too too. <laughs> yeah, Me Too too. I don't like that. Like the Me Too too sounds like me trying to say um, conservative worship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the extra V sneaks in there. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um. Now another interesting thing to note mm-hmm. is that when the Free Britney movement started, okay, okay, and. Um, now I can tell you're excited by about what you're by because- <laughs> you're bouncing on your ball, and I'm excited to hear this. So, because I'll tell you, it was labeled a conspiracy theory. Uh, Jamie Spears said it was all these conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you something, you guys. Whenever something is labeled as a conspiracy theory, okay, remember. That this is a term 
that is used to literally gaslight the public, dismiss truth seekers, okay, Mm -hmm. and create a smear campaign against people who are actually speaking out about truth. Yeah. And usually against, you know, the powers that be, like some kind of something that's going on. Now, we know it's not a fucking conspiracy theory because we've seen the court documents at this point. Yeah. So what started off as a bunch of people being told that they were conspiracy theorists and that they had absolutely no footing is actually now years later gaining traction and is being seen as the truth. And Brittany herself has thanked yeah. her fans for being That's so right. observant. And or in, informed. Yeah, informed. Yeah. Informed. She thinks, thinks, appreciates their informed support. Yes. Which now, says everything. a lot. It says everything. Yes. And you know what? This is something that I think we also need to unlearn and relearn as a society is that there are all of these tools that that people use to discredit one another, especially women, mm-hmm. but to discredit one another. And conspiracy theory is one of those tools, you guys. Yeah. So whenever you hear something and people say, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist or this, that's a conspiracy theory. You know what? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Probably but not. that ties perfectly back to one of those moments that you aptly described earlier about mm-hmm. sitting with that feeling. Yeah. Doing some reflection. Doing some reflection. And, and some... hopefully arriving at a different conclusion. Yeah. Or at least a bit more clarity on the situation. For me, when I hear something as a conspiracy theory, it gives me even more momentum to search it mm-hmm. and to understand it because... There's a huge difference between conspiracy theory and the truth. And when people want to hide the truth, they call it a conspiracy theory because most of the public doesn't want to be seen as what a crazy, right? Well, yeah. Oh, you're a crazy we've, conspiracy we've theorist. Been conditioned. Yeah. What's the first thing? What's the first kind of hat you think of when I say conspiracy? Tinfoil. Yeah. Yeah. There, that's not a coincidence. You exactly. and I both think of tinfoil hats. Yeah, exactly. We've been taught this. We have tinfoil hats. <laughs> we really do. And sometimes we put them on. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's like, it's like, but there's, only there's on a sunny, difference. Only on sunny days, though. Look, okay. Lizard people is, a, that's like some kind of crazy theory, right? Whatever. Like lizard people. But it's like when you use or like the flat earth or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not really... That's not even a conspiracy theory. It's just, you know, lunacy. But it's talked about when it when it's talked about to discuss things that are actually like people are showing you truth and it's used to discredit it. It's it's actually a tool. It's a weapon, you guys, against you yeah. because it's actually telling you what you should or shouldn't think. And that should alarm you. As an Aquarius, it alarms me. Yeah. Um. Now, do you think because the person to call it a conspiracy theory um you know documented was jamie mm-hmm. spears yeah and who else has more invested in having it be discredited exactly now he has said conspiracy theory he's called it or labeled it a conspiracy theory after mr wallet made his exit mm-hmm. and after this has gained so much momentum mm-hmm. do you think that was an act of desperation i truly do believe that Yes, it was an act of desperation because the tr- the truth of the matter is that Brittany has been documented saying that she is afraid of her father. She does not want him to be in control of um, the conservatorship. Kevin Federline filed a restraining order against, against Jamie Spears, him. Yeah, it takes a hell of a lot. Yeah. to have a restraining order filed against you by KFED. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. 
I I just, you know, I think it's just also it's it's come up so much lately in like the news and in the media and in you know conspiracy theories we're hearing this all the time and you guys like open your eyes that is what is used to conceal the truth that mm-hmm. is literally being used as a tool against you to conceal the truth yeah you should be looking into things when people say is that that's a conspiracy theory especially when there's nothing conspiratorial about what's coming out <laughs> It's, it's like, it's not, truth. Can, it's just truth. In fact. And sometimes the truth is right there in front of your face and you actually can't see it because, because of a narrative that's been spun. Yeah. So I really think, you know, Brittany, I think she will come out on top of this. She definitely will. Um, I think the right people are working on it behind the scenes. I think she's yeah. gained the attention of some powerful people yeah once again i don't think it's a coincidence gaga hasn't said anything yet i know i'm really curious i think there's like a little bit of a storm of brewing even if she never takes public credit for it Mm. she's got the clout to bring she's a very powerful woman yeah so remember when she sat in her documentary five foot two and she was like topless like sitting with the the different people in her backyard (laughs) yeah i was like that is a fucking power wasn't she signing the super bowl contract (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and you know what? Brittany made that possible for her. Yes, exactly. So I think we, I wouldn't be surprised if we did see some, you know, some kind of support from Lady Gaga and and we'll definitely keep our eyes open for that. And, and if not, I think we should dig, dig, oh, deeper. dig deeper. Yeah. Because if not, I'm really concerned about that tweet about her dad's barbecue and his ability to cook at that residency that she went to. Well, yeah. And I mean, because okay. she knows the family. She knows Brittany. And you know she what? I'm sure that Brittany. Jamie Spears They've never is done anything not, together. I'm sure he's not like a horrible person. And I'm sure he wouldn't give you that impression if you were meeting him. I'm yeah. sure, you know, it is her father. But yeah. I think, you know, so I'm sure it's really complicated, which is probably why we haven't heard anything from Brittany because it's so complicated. Yeah. This is her father. It's her family, right? And family is obviously very important to Brittany, as we mm-hmm. can see, because, you know, she's, she's a small town gal, yeah. you know? But, and I think... And I know her father did have some health troubles. Maybe she's just hoping he'll die. We don't know. We will never know. How would we? We've never sat down and actually talked with Brittany. But this reminds me one more thing before we kind of like wrap-ish, wrap it up, was that um, Britney Spears' boyfriend actually uh, had a statement on his Instagram. Oh. He said, um, it's important for people to understand that I have zero respect for someone trying to control our relationship and constantly throwing obstacles in our way. Oh. In my opinion, Jamie is a total dick. I won't be going into details because I've always respected our privacy, but at the same time, I didn't come to this country to not be able to express my opinion and freedom. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's what he said about, that's what he said about, um, the situation and he also said in an interview i have always wanted nothing but the best for my better half and will continue to support her following her dreams and creating the future she wants and deserves i am thankful for all the love and support she is receiving from her fans all over the world and i am looking forward to a normal amazing future together that's so sweet so that should tell you a lot right that should tell you a lot i think there's a lot of foreshadowing there's a lot of foreshadowing there and i think that's also you know 
Because in a way, she can't fucking say anything. Well, no, she can't. Like, she literally can't say anything. Except the only thing she can do right now is wear a green dress that matches the Hulu logo. Yeah, exactly. Which is insane. And I'm sure that they're even putting barriers on, like, when Sam can see her and when he can't. Like, because they can control all of that, right? Yeah. So, Like, they, they could make sure he never sees her again. They could. Yeah. They could. But not not with those shots. Not if we keep up the momentum. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, I would like this episode to be sponsored, um, you know, for real by Hooked on Phonics because apparently <laughs> conservatorship has been a very difficult word for me <laughs> today. Can you think in all of our 68 episodes? Mm. If There's I've been, ever had you've that, had a tongue tie before that much of a tongue tie over one word consistently. You've had a tongue tie, yeah, over for, over one a, word, a specific word for it's, the whole. It's oh, happened. Okay. It's happened. Ah, oh, we need this intern. You're like, um, you're like RuPaul. Okay, RuPaul can't say some words. Like, so they have a, a podcast. He has a podcast with Michelle Visage. I love that. And podcast. they, yeah. So and they're always laughing because. RuPaul can't say words, you know? Certain You're things, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which it surprises me because normally I'm fairly articulate. Oh, you're totally being able articulate. To pronunci- pronunciate. <laughs> you're totally articulate. But um, yeah, conservatorship. I feel <laughs> like that's right, right? Conservatorship. I, I think feel you're just like having a hard time with it's it. It's missing a syllable mm. or a hard consonant. I think you want to say conservation. I think you want to go conservation I, I do, or yeah, something. Yeah, conservatorship. You like, want to go conservation. Because I don't think I've ever used the word like conservator. conservator no. Yeah. Yeah. Conservator uh, herpes nerp. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> herpes nerp. Exactly. Um, Snerp fest. I need is what to name is. something conservator. And then just work with it. Because, yeah, conservationist. Conservationist. So that's this where, is where you This go. is where this whole root is coming so. from. I do a lot of work in, sometimes in the environmental mm, side. Yeah, yeah. This is all making sense. This just goes to show me that I need to go down into our Backchat University catacombs. Yes. And the, and the legal allergy. <laughs> In the legalologist section. Oh my god! And spend more time on my um my law my flaw degree. <laughs> yeah, my flaw degree exactly. Um, now we are really excited because next episode is episode number sixty nine. <laughs> now you have to tell this. Please tell this story because. I would be remiss to not recount this tale for you because, okay, so um, Vanessa is Backchat's resident sexologist. Sexologist. And we did an episode on kinks, um, polyamory, just different, you name it. Sex, love, relationships, all of it. We answered it. And we had questions to answer. We talked about everything from sex toys to what your kinks are to different types of relationship setups. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And had so much fun doing it. It was so fun. I remember taking the kink test, which is like 90 something questions long. And my result was vanilla. (laughs) And we had a good, I remember having a good laugh over that. We need to re-listen to that episode before we do do this next one. And we need to retake the kink test. And so um, it's been a couple years. Yeah. And I was thinking back and I'm like, okay, I'll probably have to redo the kink test. No sooner did I say that than <laughs> Vanessa texted me and she's like, hey, did Krista send you the Pasu password and login? And I, and I, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, great. There's the kink test information. <laughs> 
having no idea that that was a streaming service to watch Desperate Housewives. No, not or Desperate, not Housewives. Desperate Housewives. Real, Real Housewives. Housewives. And so I honestly was getting ready later to <laughs> log on tonight to do a kink test that I knew was going to take me about 40 minutes. And I would have logged oh into God. this and saw... All of these real housewives like seasons, yeah, which I would have dove into. Oh, you by would the way. <laughs> you you maybe would have seen some kinky stuff if you watched the latest episode of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I've heard uh, Vanessa was mentioning that there was a some big juicy, dick in there, some juicy deets. So now, did I say sorry, that right? What is did it, you? What is it called? What's the service called? I just want you to say it one more time because it was so funny. Well, I can't remember even. No, just how say it. Spelled. Say it. What you said. What you said. Oh, I think I said um, Pasu. <laughs> Pasu? Pasu? Uh, gave me her login to her Pasu account. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, Pasu? Um, it's called Hey You. Hey You? Oh, see? And, and I'm just going by memory. I should have read the actual text. Yeah. In no, fact, it's it great. was so dismissive, like, because I was like, okay, it's a king test. I didn't say thank you or anything. <laughs> I was just like, noted. That's what I said. Because ah! I thought it was for taking the kink test and that no. she was being extra prepared for the episode oh my god that's so, I was so like, funny i was like noted we'll hop on asap oh my god so funny and really like vanessa had just been probably listening to that episode where i was like begging you to wa- start getting one to the real housewives <laughs> probably actually <laughs> so everything was awry but it is somehow all come back together yes now I have one more thing that I want to share before oh, we close the, you the show. You can share five more things if you want to. <laughs> well, I have to pee really bad, so it probably won't <laughs> share that many. But I do just want to share this. <laughs> that is Brian snoring from his Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... So Stuart recently, he got the newest version of the Apple Watch. Yeah. And so, because he's an Apple fanatic. Yeah. Or Jake. He loves it. Yeah. Jakey LaRue, Dr. Sugarfoot. Yeah. (laughs) And so, and he gets mad at me when I say it like this. I'm like, so Stuart gave me his old Apple Watch. (laughs) But he did. Yeah. And so there's an app that you can download that coincides with your phone and your Apple Watch so you can track how well you're sleeping. Yeah. Now you have to sleep for a week with um, your phone by your bed. It records sounds. Your Apple Watch takes your heart rate and measures your movement in your sleep. And it can tell when you're in deep sleep, late sleep. And it gives you how many hours you were in bed, how long you were actually asleep for. Yeah. And a sleep quality score. Yeah. And usually it's uh, it's from 1 to 100%. Usually I fall in between like 80 to 95%. Yeah. But um, the other interesting thing this app does, it, it records any noise events. Yeah. So noise if, like, events. people who don't realize that they snore yeah. when they use this app are often like, oh, right, I do snore. So the funny thing about my snoring is like the cumulative total over the whole night is like two minutes of snoring. Yeah. But I snore in random snorts. Yeah. So two hours will go by and then that sound you just heard on Quinn's phone <laughs> will happen. And it will be loud enough that it wakes me up 
<laughs> and you can see it wake me up on the data in the oh app. Oh my god, it just And I go back to me. sleep and it's just like random snort fest. It's so funny. And I can't imagine what Jake is thinking. Like <laughs> he's probably dead asleep, like has no idea that it's even happening. But listening to that, it makes my day. Also, what was interesting to note is um so I've been using it for just over a week, so the data gets a bit more complex as you go. It can yeah. analyze more things. And I've noticed that my sleep quality score has gone down the fuller the moon has gotten. So mm-hmm. now today's a full moon. Yeah. Um I'm interested to see over the next week if my sleep quality score in- improves. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And which is interesting because I've I've noticed that I haven't been having as good a sleep in the past like two or three nights okay just yeah interesting to note could be could be the moon could be the moon so we will have definite moonologist results yeah as sleepologists yeah but first of all i need to brush up on being a legal legalologist and a phoneticologist and work on that flaw degree yeah yeah the flaw degree (laughs) yeah (laughs) and malpractice it's brian practice Excuse you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, as always, it has just been... A a, wonderful time. A hoot and a half, if you will. A hoot and a half. And I think, you know, both of us are going to be walking out of this episode um iso a free britney mask because those free britney masks were so cute and if i have to wear a mask somewhere it's gonna be a free britney one i am down yeah and i just happen to know a couple people who might be willing to give us a hand with them okay beautiful yeah love that do you have a sewing machine no oh okay but tracy does oh okay yeah okay maybe trace can help and then i'll reach out to my people yeah Yeah. (laughs) we'll figure it out we'll make it happen we'll make it happen can you spare the thread (laughs) can you spare a square (laughs) because we can't spare the moisture (laughs) oh aunt linda and aunt christine oh they'll have to come out for a visit maybe they can pop in and visit venus our sexologist Mm. oh yeah i like i'm sure they have um sexual questions oh i'm sure they do i'm sure they do i'm excited to retake the test it's been like a while yeah me too i wonder if i'm like no longer vanilla that would be weird (laughs) (laughs) don't kink shame me Oh my god. Okay, well, until next time, this has just been another scintillating episode. <laughs> scintillating, if you will. <laughs> I've removed my monocle. I've blown out the beeswax candle. Yes, we've and until, taken off our mustaches, shaved them off. Shaved them off and our heads, and we've applied this our down south scrunchies. Yes. <laughs> so until next time, everyone, I'm Brian. I'm Krista. And together we're, we're back, back chat. Do, 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 do.